Welcome to We Heard About Pluto, a psych rewatch podcast. I am your host, Riggs, along with my additional hosts, George and JP. What's up, boys? Yo, what's up? What, what is up, fellas? What's going on, psych boys? Psych boys. The psych boys are back for the end of season two, baby. End of season two. I cannot two, believe end of, end of season two. It's already here. End of September. End of September. I hate two. to see it go, but I love to watch it happen. Mm-hmm. I think that's the saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's how it goes. That's how it goes. Hey, in Plutember, that's how it goes. We've heard it in both Plutember, ways. That's right. I've heard it both <laughs> wow. ways, baby. Wow. Reeks. That's, a, that's something they say in the show. Way that's, to save it. Thank wow. you, Reeks. Yes, of course. <laughs> we are closing out the season, though. It's been quite a ride. The season has been... I'm just going to go out and say it. I think it's been great. I think it's been a great season, too. Uh, I think you guys. One, yeah, I think no you doubt. guys have been great. Honestly, wow. if oh, I wow. really, if wow. I had to, if I had to uh, give an analysis, I'd say season two of Psych, very good. Um, you two, great. Wow. I also think I've been great. <laughs> <laughs> I'll concur with that. We've <laughs> yeah, all been I think great. You're right, JB. <laughs> it's been a great season of We Heard About Pluto, yeah. and also just kidding. I don't want anyone to think <laughs> that I'm really like that. <laughs> You're the bad boy of the podcast. Yeah, it's hard to tell. That's right. I always forget George is the bad boy of the podcast. That's true. It's hard to tell when you can't see the visual cues. I'm clearly joking. (laughs) A lot of finger guns. (laughs) Bad boy. Nonstop finger guns. Bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? Collarless leather jacket. That's right. It rocks. Um. Yeah. So oh, season- George just punched a jukebox, and uh, now it's playing. It's like theme song. Actually. Just like theme song oh. is a good answer. I really didn't. I didn't think that through before I went with it. Episode sixteen, end of the season. Sean and Gus of the Dead. Wow, that's Fun a good episode. title, guys. There was a movie in the aughts that was mm-hmm. called Sean of the Dead. And I think that this was a play on the title of that movie. Yeah, I think you're right, man. I think you're dead (laughs) on. And I didn't put that together at first because Mm. of the spelling. Now, Shaun of the Dead is spelled with the U, S-H-A-U-N, whereas Shaun spells his name S-H-A-W-N, which I always feel like is the correct spelling of Shaun, S-H-A-W-N. Oh, I've always, every Shaun I've known for the most part has been an S-E-A-N, which I believe is the like Gaelic Welsh. Gaelic way, yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, some Irish. I know bullshit. all three, and uh, my personal preference for how I would like to spell it is S H A U N. Wow, you're an A U N guy. Yeah, pretty sure this is like what the gangs in New York is about. Yeah, I think That's so. Pronounce Sean. <laughs> Different spellings and <laughs> pronunciations of Sean. Yep. Daniel Day Lewis <laughs> has uh, like fake I with Sean written S E A N. Sean and Gus of the Dead. It's it's a fun one. Sean is called to the Natural History Museum when a mummy goes missing, and all indications are that it got up and walked out on its own. All right, but, I, I know that. I, yeah, so we don't do the Reeks cap anymore, which means I'm just going to jump jump right in and say, please. Uh, I like to talk about this, uh, the cold open. Yeah, unfortunately, the Reeks cap loss has sort of made the cold open not get talked about as much because they're not, they're not always fantastic. But um, in this one, I have a little bit of a gripe. <laughs> it's going to be so, it. it's going to be so pedantic. I'm going to sound so fucking annoying here, but when Sean comes down and he's, he's scared and he's watching this fucking movie, which first of all, 
my hot take is that Black Lagoon is my least favorite of the universal the classic classics. Universals, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, but also Sean Sorry, is but, like but the creature, the creature fucks though. The creature fucks, it's great. 100 amazing design, fantastic. Um, there's no denying that. The movie that they're watching is Creature from the Black Lagoon, not about zombies. And they like Sean is scared and he doesn't want to go back upstairs. So his dad starts like comforting him <laughs> about zombies, though. Yeah. Like he's he's very clearly talking about zombies, which makes sense for the title because of Sean right. of the Dead. Right. But then why the were they about zombies? Right. <laughs> but but so but I'm getting to that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't mean to jump ahead, but hey, George, you're already telling me. I agree. Yeah. And it would be one thing. I mean, like, why are they also watching Black Lagoon when Night of the Living Dead is famously public domain? That's like its whole thing is that it's public domain. So it's in a billion movies. Um, that why wouldn't they just play that and then have it make sense for him to be talking about zombies? Right. Um, and then, yes. And then, as, as you say, uh, it is, in fact, about mummies. Yeah. Which, there Not is a zombies. universal classic about mm-hmm. mummies. So they either could have made them watching mummies and then watch and then have a mummy episode. Uh-huh. Or they could have leaned into the zombie thing, right. which would lend itself to the title of the episode. But right. instead, odd choices. Uh, so in conclusion, this episode was unwatchable. Zero. Yeah, I, I turned it off. I turned it as soon as there wasn't a zombie. I turned it off. Couldn't get past no, the cold open. Now, I will yeah. I will say, and this may be a little bit of a teaser, a tickler, mm. if you will. Um. This is the first time where uh, 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 Henry is is it, it opens with Henry watching the movie and someone clearly has just left the room because he says, uh, oh, can you get the popcorn, honey? Mm-hmm. We have a off screen presence of Henry's wife, Sean's mom, for the first time in the show. And I mm-hmm. thought that was really interesting. I and, and it didn't go anywhere, but, uh, you know, maybe. When you she know, talks, maybe they were... oh my god! When she says "sure thing," and it's the most blank slate mother voice. <laughs> it is so that it, they could clearly bookend it with no actual reveal to take the off season to cast. It's a that's exactly. I was just going to say they clearly took the off season on another day. It. And and look, we won't spoil it. We won't spoil it. But uh, the casting is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, when when the reveal happens, but the reveal will not happen, folks, for another three months. Yeah, uh, as we mm-hmm. go on our summer hiatus <laughs> until season three starts. That's right. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, I will I say just... her co- her coming in. Also, I believe it. Well, we're also about to get our first. Um, oh my God! What's the the nemesis? The the, the his Moriarty. What is her name? Mister Mister Y. Mister Yang. But Yang. yeah. Yes, we're going to we're going to get that next season, too. So it's very exciting. But it that's is very way exciting. ahead of the group. George, I was with you. I don't know why they called it Sean and Gus of the Dead and didn't make it a zombie episode. Like, strange. Just strange. Com- choice. Community has proven that you can do a good zombie, non-zombie episode. So mm. what is a mummy, though, if not just the ultimate zombie, the ultimate, like just very clothed zombie? Uh, they do have magic. I will say mm-hmm. there is a bit of a curse element happening. There is a curse there. element. There's often some sort of totem or, yeah. or other like amulet, medallion. Mm-hmm. They They're also specifically killed. prepared to become a mummy. Yes. Which is yes. not the case. There's a ritual. Yep. And, well, and they, they can't yeah. be killed in the in the traditional zombie ways, which include um, uh, 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 shooting them in the head, uh-huh. uh, that's true. That, that's that's about it. Here's Ooh, what I'll say. It. Here's what I'll say. 
I think that Riggs might be onto something because uh, the original zombies, which were more um, rooted in voodoo, and yes. that's that's where um, the the movie version came from, uh, is uh, you know much more ritualistic and m- probably more similar to a mummy. So I think that perhaps much like. Uh, apes and humans once they have a, a common ancestor mm. oh i like that and and yeah. george i would even i would even go so far as to say because the original zombies it was not an infection it was a single person brought back from um, the dead right through right. ritual so exactly. it was not the modern rendition of zombies with right, their laser guns um, and their their jetpacks just like a mindless really, servant mm-hmm, very very different than what original zombies were you more more akin to the mummy you mm-hmm. mentioned humans and apes, and now I'm thinking of Planet of the Mummies. Wow. Which, how fun would I would that watch be? that. I would watch that right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know what it would be, but I'm 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 thinking of it. To all Patreon to all of jam. our Patreon, to all of our Patreon subscribers, that's what your money's going to. We yeah. are gonna, we are going to be producing Planet of the Mummies. <laughs> I love that. I love that for us. <laughs> Natural segue. I like this episode, though, especially as a, a season close. It's lighter. Comparing them to the other season finales, it's a lot. Um, it's a lot sillier. There's, it, it, you know, there's the supernatural element which they do some, from time to time, which I always find fun. Mm. Lends itself to a lot of silly um, humor. The good, very good dialogue, and we also have um, the chief kind of getting a mainish storyline here. Time, Look, to, time to shine. Apes. No, sorry, the interim chief. The interim chief. No more. Never never call her that again. Yeah. Look, if we just want to jump into that storyline. Sure. That storyline was so good. I know what the ending is. And still, when it gets to the end of it and and they're celebrating that she has officially been named the chief and through a a very wonderful act of a very compassionate, let's say, I don't know, altruistic do-gooder anonymously, uh, uh, her main rival to be the chief. Uh, was discovered to be hiring prostitutes and wow. uh, sex mm-hmm. workers. And someone did some undercover work to find that out. Someone, someone. And it's it's funny because it doesn't, they don't even really, they don't loop it back, but they say at the beginning of the episode, Gus is angry at him because he's been staying up, uh, trailing what Gus refers to as uh, uh, cheating husbands. Cheating and husband. Sean's like, well, we got to make money somehow. Right. Yeah. It turns out that what he was actually doing was doing a solid for the chief. Um, part of what I love about that storyline in this is that I couldn't remember if this was the case. Um, I like that they don't jerk you around, you know, uh, would have been very easy for this to also be a cliffhanger and be 100%. like, uh, whoa, is she going to be this, the, still the chief at the mm-hmm. end of this season? Uh, and instead, they don't do that. And it's a very nice little celebration, celebratory moment. Great sort of um, because, I mean, the case is ultimately just a case. And so this is a nice way to still feel like there's a momentous thing happening for the, for the season close mm-hmm. uh, without having to make the scope of the case be insane. I especially like that. They do the callback at the end of the episode. Uh, the famous, the famous Santa Barbara photographer is the one who took the show, the, the photo of the, the, the rival guy hiring a sex worker. And that, that rival, that, that famous photographer's name being, I believe it's something like Barton Guster, Gusto or something. I can't remember. <laughs> Bruton Gaster. There you go. Bruton, Bruton Gaster. Gaster. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Which brings us back to the beginning of the episode where they're called into the museum and the, there's a plaque there that, 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 that Sean is very proud of from a previous case that wasn't part of the show. Um, 
And there's a picture of yeah, Sean. Was. Who's, that was part of the show. Which one were they wait, find? It the was the dinosaur, dinosaur one. Oh, man. Dating. You're right. You're right. I, so it's even better. Yeah. But that he that that Sean's the one that gave the fake name and deliberately messed with Gus about it. Yeah, I remember because Gus was so in that episode. Gus was like, it's I found it like they better. Fucking <laughs> That's, right. Me. That's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot about that. Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go I was ahead. just going to say he mentioned he gave him gave him Gus's name while he was going through a tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> Too, yes i think this is the start of a few recurring things this where they like get continue to get gus's name wrong i think we get a i heard it both ways we yeah. did we got a heard Definitely. it both ways for yep. maybe the first time i don't know i don't remember hearing it before and yeah. then um, no i don't i think it might be our first one um um and it, it's uh it, it what what is the reference though it's very funny that it's, he says a word wrong it's while the, trying to impress the pretty Nefertiti. The pretty archaeology later. Right. Oh, that's right. Nefertiti. Nefertiti. Yeah. Nefertiti. That's yeah. right. <laughs> um, it's also in this same moment, I think, that he references Shirley MacLaine. And boy, did that send me down a rabbit hole. <laughs> this, really? This oh, lady. What, yeah. Oh, boy. Um, let's just say that. Um, here, I'll just read one line from this Wikipedia. Wait, 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 before you get it, did you know who Shirley MacLaine was? I uh, have seen the apartment. Okay. That was my only exposure to her. Okay. I, I'm aware of her because her uh, non-acting life really became mm. a, um, a so joke. I found. So I found. Okay. Okay. So I don't want to spoil anything. You go ahead. You go ahead. Well, this one sentence is uh, MacLaine has claimed in a previous life in Atlantis, she was the brother to a 35,000-year-old spirit named Ramtha, channeled by American mystic teacher and author Jay-Z Knight. So that's that's just a taste of what is mm-hmm. a very long mm-hmm. article. Shirley McLean had a really in- interesting career and then began doing ads for things like call-in psychic networks mm. where she was uh, she was one that claimed to have psychic powers. Sure. Oh, wow. Like a Miss Cleo. Yeah. Yeah, except with less fraud. Miss <laughs> Cleo. Cleo got shut down. Yeah, she yeah. did. Um, I know she is also big into transcendental meditation, which my boy uh, Uncle Dave David Lynch is into. <laughs> Yo boy, David Yo boy. Lynch. Yeah, that's my boy. But uh, yeah, the uh, seems uh, I say this uh, with oh well, actually no, because I was gonna say I say this with some fondness. But uh, one of the also things on the Wikipedia article is that she said the Holocaust was karma. So wow, I actually Yikes. don't say this with any fondness. Yeah. Nope, no uh, fondness in our hearts. Like a kook. Yeah, yep, <laughs> crazy kook. Um, I, I, one other thing I did want to mention. Go ahead. Yes, just in the general idea of this, um, let's walk and talk about spending the night in the museum. Oh hell yeah. Super but, uh, fun. This is, I mean, the, the, the ultimate dream. I assume mm-hmm. that we all read the mixed up files of Miss Basley Frank Weiler. <laughs> which is, of course. As long as you have no follow up questions, I sure <laughs> totally did. Well, uh, it was, of course, a formative book for a young George uh, where two children uh, spend several nights, possibly even up to a month, I think, like living in the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York. And, um, Boy, it's it's just uh, delightful and the, uh, it, it's great. And and ever since then, this is well before the Night at the Museum movies, which are I saw the first one. It's fine. It's but fine. It's this fine. this uh, this was really 
buried into my psyche. And so the idea of Gus turning down a night in the museum was truly abhorrent to me. I, it's it, I'm completely with you. I, the, the episode, the episode is focused on childish fun between Gus and Sean and what they're doing. The, the, before they even spend the night in the museum, they're running around with Gus at the, the, the security camera station um, trying to, trying to Sean trying to hide in the camera to see if it's possible to hide. Yes. And that, that sequence is just so much fun. It's so childish. It's so great. You just, and they're both having a lot of fun with it. Yeah. It's the kind of thing where that's, that is the exact kind of scene where whether it works or not is entirely contingent on how much you enjoy the characters, because it's very much obvious that they're just riffing there. And mm-hmm. um, they just told James Day Rodriguez, go fucking nuts, <laughs> do whatever yep. the fuck you want to do. We'll we'll watch on here. And, um, you know, it maybe goes a little long. <laughs> maybe maybe <laughs> they kept a few too many in, but I, it doesn't I, bother I, me because I'm just like, eh, it's just these two guys having some fun and bullshitting together. Um, it, and, and I it, like it, them. You have to wonder how much more was left on the cutting room floor. But I'm there sure are ones plenty. in there that were I loved that he got somehow got the floor pattern and was holding mm-hmm. that above his head. I also <laughs> love that he grabbed a wolf pelt from one of the from one that of the exhibits. Really it's it's good. It's yeah. really good. And it does ultimately lead to uh, helping to solve the crime. Mm-hmm. I was Go ahead, just, I'm going to do something a little on uh, uh, non-traditional here and break in since you mentioned it with a quick pee break and the wow. While since moly, while he was like doing the, the the music drop scene where he's wearing the wolf pelt, um, where is it? Oh, when Sean is running around the, the museum, yeah, when Sean is running around the it's museum, in Santa Barbara, and, and Gus is tracking him. The woman that Sean tries to sneak out behind when Gus says, "Leave that poor woman alone," is played by Dulé Hill's mother. Wow, really? Wow. Yeah, that friggin' rules, right? That friggin' rules. He Very should have cool. left that poor woman alone. Yes, he should. Yeah. Have. <laughs> uh, it was. It, it's. I. I. This episode has a lot of really great pieces going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say one of the things I like about this: there's a love interest who is just seems nice and really seems Normal. to like Sean. Yeah, and, smart. And and yeah. for the first time hair. in the show, comes back later. Mm-hmm. Um. Although I don't know if the actress comes back, but the he is going on a date with her in a in a future mm-hmm. episode. Um, yeah, they so, so that's that's something that hasn't really happened. Um, I like that. I like that she's so charmed with him because as an audience member, I'm like, yes, this is how you should react to Sean. Like, he's very charming. He's funny. He, this mm. is a guy you would want to hang out with. Um, yeah, I also think it's interesting that you can see them kind of put the romance of Juliet on the back burner a little bit when mm-hmm. he's like, well, you had your chance. You had your <laughs> chance. Yeah. Yes, it was. Yeah. She also. OK, and I, I, I don't. I'm not trying to dog on her, um, although I still haven't forgiven her for cheating on James uh, Rodriguez, but um, she just isn't particularly good in this episode. She does a lot of ridiculous faces in the background and that's it. They don't give her much to do and that's yeah. fine. She's but just like, like in charge of chief's party. And, yeah. yeah. And she just like, Oh my God, let's open some crackers and a bottle of something. I'm not going <laughs> to chief's party guys. Yeah. It sounds it, terrible. I mean, look, are, is anyone surprised that a fucking tiny department of cops throws a bad party no not at all (laughs) not at all yeah um that looked like shit and i just think uh yeah you're right that it's i mean it's not a great display for 
her acting prowess, which I mean, she does great in other episodes. No, no, no she uh, does. I just, just not, not, this not one Juliet one. in this episode, one. She yeah. made like she just like it's like they didn't even give her direction. She just made faces in the background, and they decided they were going with it. Like, yeah, it just I was, mean, even the B plot in general is kind of put behind it because this, this is a kind of a set piece episode. And so, so much of it is focused on them just dicking around in the museum that they're just like, well, we have very limited time for this B plot and it's already so focused on chief. And then also Lassiter has, I don't know, this is his part didn't totally work for me where he's just like frustrated that like he can't get any leads on this guy the whole time, but he's just like watching it happen on TV that was probably the weakest part of the episode for me. And I understand that it comes back together mm-hmm. and maybe the two threads don't pull together exactly cohesively. Yeah. Uh, I, or yeah. or um, it is cohesive in that it makes sense, uh, right. but it does feel a little forced. Um, and, uh, you know, it just felt like maybe that they could have taken another pass at this script and just really tightened the a the a plot and maybe found another way for them to get involved yeah i agree so 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 the the a plot being there's a mummy that exhibit that has come to the museum and then at the it comes the one day the next day the mummy is gone out of the exhibit out of the sarcophagus um and then the other plot the b plot that george is referencing is that um there's a rich guy who did a crime but lassie can't prove that he did the crime mm-hmm. we don't like, really he, he hit he hit his dad over the head with a gun and right. it chipped it chipped the gun which then in the will got donated to the museum which and first so of he, all hi it's a gun you could <laughs> shoot it instead of clubbing it over the head it's with, an antique you know? <laughs> it's an antique Riggs. you know shoot antiques. no 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 if you've been taking care of that antiques, for the last 250 years it's gonna work like a charm i'm sure it could but uh, that would diminish the value, which he wants to sell it, baby. Uh, he is um, the uh, head. Of, he's on it the belongs board of the museum in a museum. Or some George. Shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I agree with you guys. I mean, I feel like this was like a that was like a C plot, like Lassiter's thing, and they were mm-hmm. trying to do like maybe a little too much because it was the season finale, and like trying right. to make it like, oh shit, this is such a big deal. But I, it, I think it came together. I think they tied it together mm-hmm. well. Yeah, I agree. But I think it was just too much and it kind of took away from some others. Like Juliet, like we said, she didn't do anything in this episode really except yeah. for kind of talk Lasseter down at and the beginning when he was he, totally berating the curator. Here's my question. Why couldn't they have been the ones who were like surveilling the museum? Right. Like, why do we have this other character <laughs> that gets brought in? <laughs> The the the, fil- the art student making the yeah. film about the the life cycle of nocturnal blooming plants. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was is, another thing. This is why I'm just saying that like it's it's surprising to me that for a season finale, this feels a little first drafty to me. Mm, I, I I agree. I hadn't even thought about that, but they could have focused more on the main characters and actors in the show rather than bringing in another character here that was just unnecessary and really only had one plot point and then was gone right even if it's just more time for the curator to be like oh we're doing a fucking plant exhibit next fucking month and so we're like we've discovered this rare plant that's growing here and we're actually tracking it and isn't that crazy so there's security cameras on the outside now too bam fucking done Bam. <laughs> yeah it you is guys, they should have let george just have a pass at this before yeah. they they sent yeah. to filming 
what Give year was George this? For punch I up. was like, I was like ten years old. <laughs> they had me in the writers' room. The music scenes. I don't know if we the needle the, drops. The, the needle drops. The one like they don't do that that often. But when uh-huh. they, I think that's like the third time they do it. I, the music that they choose, and I'm really struggling on how to describe what I feel about the 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 music. And it's like. I don't know. I can't really put words to it, but it's like if you could, it's just so boring to me and generic. It's like if you could hear the color beige, like that's how I think about this music. It's just I wonder if it's the actual music. That's my question. It is the it's so generic to me. It's like I I, uh, I, I, but my question is, is that the music that played at the time or did the license run out? And now we're hearing public. Oh, interesting. That's, oh, that's, that, a, that's I didn't a even think problem. about that because they do that with um, that was a big problem with uh, what uh, Daria, right? A lot of shows come and and uh, uh, this is why you can't see the videos from Beavis and Butthead. You can only see the uh, the the animated like cartoon parts from the original Beavis and Butthead because they lost the licensing rights, right? Because oh, Beavis and Butthead was a showcase for music videos as much as it was a right a, a, a comedy, yeah, right. I didn't even think about that. That's very well a possibility because it is in, like just on reruns now. So yeah, yeah, George, smart. yeah, very good, astute point. Just um, saying it could be. Look, I've I've been ragging on them the whole app already. Yeah. So they don't even have a credit in the like the show notes on the psych wiki. Like this, it was this song. Like the yeah. you know by That's, this that artist. is interesting. You yeah. would think that there would be a notation of what song played, right? Especially since it is such a prominent. Uh, section of the of the episode and they don't do it every if if this was like a thing they did every episode yeah uh well actually i wonder if it would would probably be more likely to be there if they did it every episode yeah that's probably right another thing about that scene though the needle drop scene another pea corn i'm all over the place with my uh pea Pea you're just peeing everywhere you're gonna run out of quarters uh the guy in here We haven't cleaned up a single one of these corners all season. No, <laughs> yeah. rotating. I got to remember which corner, but then I forget because it's the Matrix and there's not really any corners. Mm-hmm. Oh, 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 shit. Oh. JP's in the Matrix. JP's in the <laughs> blue Matrix. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm in the blue Matrix. It's a wow. much nicer, friendlier place. Everybody wow. just cooks for each other and, and gives each other hugs. Is it I cold there? In the Matrix, too. No, oh, man. It's really warm because of all the hugs. Really? It's crazy hot here. It's insane. It's the red Matrix. <laughs> But that scene um, when the, the 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 music scene when Sean says uh, not having he doesn't have pancake butt the guy that looks at him as we see is Steve Franks the creator of the show I was it wondering so obvious that that's yes. supposed to be a guy so I was surprised that uh, that 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 it, that it was uh, Dulé Hill's mom because I was like oh I thought it was the other guy who was a mm-hmm. plant for the scene turns mm-hmm. out it was yeah it's really snuck to like. Like I, I don't know if they're credited, but guest stars in that wow. one little scene, no lines, cameo extras. Mm-hmm. Well, we should uh, let's gush gush real quick. Yeah. Oh man, I wrote mine down. This was an episode with a lot of good gush gushes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I had to. This... It was a there was a bunch of them. Oh shit, we got George in the Green Matrix. Yeah, now. I had to get in the Matrix. I'm in Matrix All Prime right. now. Everybody's in the Matrix now. I like the way this just it looks cool. The red, yeah. blue, and the green. It just, yeah, it's a very, I'm taking a picture. It's going to get red. <laughs> nice. All right. So, JP, go ahead with your. Uh, 
All right. So gosh, gosh. during the camera scene, which I really did think was fun, although George, you made a good point, like maybe, maybe went on a little too long, but like <laughs> there were some really fun ones in there. Yeah, for but sure. At one point, Gus is saying, uh, oh, my name is Sean. I have a motorcycle, but nobody ever seems to see me riding it. <laughs> I just thought that was the best. Was I good. thought that was so good. <laughs> that was <up> there. <laughs> That is a very funny line. It, that's part of what makes it feel very improvised in that scene is mm-hmm. like that feels like it's coming from a real place. Right. Um, I guess I'll go. Yeah, I go agree. This was a great Gus app. Dooley Hill was on fire because not only did he get a lot of great lines, but he was just really fucking funny in it. He was trying to impress his mom who was on set. There you go. I guess that's that why. Makes sense. Um, boy. I know we don't do honorable mentions. You no, specifically when I, I tried, you, you shut know, me down. I know. This is why I certainly. You should try it right never... now. Maybe I won't shut you down. Maybe um, this will make them see the light of honorable no, mentions. No, no, I have to decide. That's the whole point. This is, you have one <laughs> thing to gush about. <laughs> um, I am going to say no. It is. <laughs> I'll fucking kill you, freaks. No, let me go, George. <laughs> Oh God, the green matrix is making me angry. He's reaching right through the computer. That's that's the power of the matrix. Right. He's nice. um, Things are so friendly over here in the blue matrix. You should really check it out. Okay. Yeah, it seems My gus gush is the idea that he will not break break the plane of the mummy room. Um, yes. it's, it's very funny. I mean, it's so funny. They really make a meal of this joke. Um, it is very long. I love it. I, it's so funny to me the fact that. The like curators like well actually it fucking could be yeah. <laughs> so like fine, let's <laughs> just fucking go into the security room instead. Um, it's great. I, I think it was very funny. George, I'm on the that was that moment was what I had written down until something else happened. Oh, kind of along the same lines. It's all wow. Along- so would you call this your <laughs> distinguished uh, distinguished discussion? Distinguished reference. (laughs) I certainly would call it that. But something else happened in the episode, and it was when he was still worried about the mummy curse, but using he was at the psych office and using two different computers to bid on Wolfsbane on eBay. I just thought it was very funny how it was running back and forth between the computers to bid on it. It was Uh, and just seeing like eBay on, you know, like the old school computers all the time. It always it always is. It it does it for me. I like how they they kind of change with the the times. But those now are are very out of date. So, mm -hmm, yeah, very fun. Um, I I will say unrelated to Gus, Mm -hmm. one editing joke that I really liked is when they find the dead body and then they cut and Gus is waiting at the door to run outside in the morning. <laughs> that was really good. Yeah, that not was a Gus really, Gush, really not related to Gus just, at all. It's purely, we're just talking here. We're just, just talking. Yeah. Good just editing. Admiring, just a good just editing moment. The editing. Yeah. And since we're I would just say talking, I really like the 11 point turn too. Like that was <laughs> I, something I really liked. <laughs> just talking. I, Right. Just we're, just talking about, we're just talking about we're just talking ebullience for the editor. Yeah, we're exactly. Talking. Exactly. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, very fun. Great Gus episode. That yeah, point. it really was. A lot of good Gus moments. All right, JP, I'm sure you have a question for us. I do. Riggs, did you spot a pineapple? Yes, I prompted you because I'm very excited because I did spot the pineapple. All right. All right. And uh, George, did you spot a pineapple? Uh, I did. A pineapple. Is there more than one? I only spotted one. 
I spotted the question. The question is always, did you spot a pineapple? Now spotted a pineapple. uh, Yes. Reeds, tell me where did you spot a pineapple? I, I by the way, I did not. I did not. I, I fully acknowledge, but also this is the end of the season. As I said, next season, we're going to mm-hmm. be keeping a tally it's gonna be um, official. and and we will, there will be official results since our, our, our fans have let us down with the Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, with, with disappointing. So, yeah, very disappointing. We're not angry. We're just, I'm angry. I'm pretty pissed. Yeah. There's a bunch of films. We're, we're really there. fucking angry. <laughs> um, Riggs, where did you spot a pineapple? Um, I was really happy that I spotted this one because this is one of the less obvious ones that I've seen. And it's in Henry's kitchen, of course, always. At, it's a lot of times at Henry's, but it's just all, sitting there on the counter on the in the kitchen when he's being the scene where he's being like weird with Sean. Like he's just trying to say something, but he won't say it. And Sean's asking him for advice. It's like sitting there on the kitchen counter. Wow. 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 All right. This is this is a double pineapple up then is george it? it's a double pineapple episode i'm so excited this is why i didn't want to say anything i want yeah. to see if we got two different ones Reed, oh wow we got one of two pineapples Damn, george, my, was my, two. my suspicion was confirmed uh hmm. i i spotted one as a gift for the chief on the chief's oh, desk yes. presumably, yes presumably presumably from sean as yeah, the more seen, obvious like, likes to give uh give gifts as of pineapples hmm. he does he does and he likes to bring pineapples with him wherever he goes that's right was that at the end of the episode yeah Okay, see, so like, I think, like, I the one I saw Checked was out right oh, like, so I found like, it. Gave up, and you were <laughs> like, "Oh, I saw the one pineapple, yeah. <laughs> so I'm done." I'm, I'm, I'm you know what? Hope. I'm just gonna play it loud uh, in the other room while I go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's right. I, I don't and need to watch this episode. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. That's, sneaky. It. That's exactly my process. <laughs> yep. I'm really That's proud of you guys, though. Pee breaks. Hey, hey, you found? Yeah, you were all over the pee breaks, honestly. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's. There was a couple in this one. I mean, it's fitting for a season finale, but there are uh, this this season's been had a had a lot of good ones. I think the Dooley Hills mother is cool. I thought uh, Corbin Burnson's real life wife playing his date was cool. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. that was that was maybe my favorite one because yeah. it, I feel like it really adds a lot to the like jokes between them in the episode. Yes. yes. And I had no idea. I, I never yeah. knew that. I never would have yeah. guessed it. I think I am really excited that you each found one of the two pineapples. I I, I was worried you guys spotted the same one. Good work, gentlemen. It's exciting. Yeah, I didn't even know there were two. Oh, my God. My beard is melting into the matrix. (laughs) Oh, no. He's becoming an agent. Blue Blue Matrix doesn't do that, man. Yeah, Blue Matrix is like, no, we respect beards here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look at my and mine, obviously, on the same caliber as your guys's beard (laughs) is also thriving. Yeah, you're getting bushy, man. I know. I know it's been this has been a couple months now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I think we just have the pineapple rankings, correct? Yeah, I think you uh, I think you're up first this time, brother. I, do. I think I, I think so, too. Yes, I, uh, I, I I concur and I will go first. I I like this episode. I mean, there is there's a lot going on. Um, I'm in, you know, I'm entertained, like I'm mm. entertained throughout the episode, but it, there, it doesn't bore me. I think the, the, the Lassie C plot is a little weak and I think they are trying to do a little bit too much mm-hmm. to, to bring everybody in and give everybody like a stake. But I really mm-hmm. like the chief, um, storyline. I think that it's cool that they gave her, um, you know, this is probably, the, this is the only time she's really had any kind of stakes in the game. So like with her job on the, we think her job's on the line. I think uh, uh, the welfare of her child wasn't enough stakes for you, Reeks. Oh, the nanny. Yeah. Well, that was really more for her so she could sleep and not murder mm. people. But yes, you're right. There was stakes there. 
but it's not often that we get to see it. And I, uh, I do like it. I think it's cool that they, they, they work that in. I think it's a good season finale. I think that it wraps up uh, the very last scene where Sean opens the door and it's his mom. And we kind of see, uh, you know, we saw her at the beginning of the episode, but then we, we don't see her, but he says, hi, well, mom, he's surprised us here. So it's clearly her who else would have been. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it's kind of a little, it's a little, it's a good cliffhanger to go into, into season three. So yeah. I like this one. I don't think it's a, a, a perfect psych episode or even like a, a really great psych episode. I think it's a good psych episode. And I think it's a good fun season finale because yep. of the, the, the mummy element. So with that, I'm going to go, oh man, well, I go first. So I have the power here. So it doesn't really yeah. fucking matter. I'm really curious about what you're going to land at. I have a number in my head right now. <sighs> I'm curious what, what I like it. I yeah, I'm gonna oh God. I feel like I'm I'm coming in a little high where you guys are gonna come in, but I'm going I'm going seven, going mm. seven pineapples. Mm. Mm. Uh, okay, well, I'll go next then since I, like I said I have a number already uh, planned out, and um, like I said, this is a very fun app, a lot of fun jokes. Gus is really killing the game. Um, and as much as I complained about it at the beginning, like a fucking dumb asshole, <laughs> I, I really like the concept of this episode. Um, you know, it's a uh, fun mummies, you know, I like mummies. Uh, I like museums. I like mummies and museums. So, uh, you know, that's a match made in heaven. <laughs> right. Um, I like it. I like this app. I don't think it's perfect. I think that there are a lot of things that could have been tweaked to make it better. And I think that the fact that I, a dumb guy, was able to spot a few ways just like truly off the cuff that maybe could have uh, improved it. That to me speaks of about it being a little rushed maybe. And uh, you know, um, maybe that's because of the sort of loose feeling of this episode. Mm -hmm. I wonder if the other elements were a little half baked because these, the Gus and Sean stuff was so improvised or at least that's the way it felt. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I think it's great. I think it's good. I don't think it's great. I'm coming in at six and a half, six, six and, and a half. half. Okay. Right. I, 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 I think you guys have made some salient points. I think I came down over the course of the episode because I think you've really convinced me like there, there are some weaknesses in, in even just the script. I, I think that they really could have tightened up a couple of things. Um, with that said, the the premise of like and i love when the show does this that it's it's a mummy it's a mm -hmm. mummy that that awoken its sarcophagus and escaped from the museum it's alive and like mm -hmm. clearly that's not what it is but also like at the base value they're like yeah but that's all the evidence points to there's a mummy and right. like it's fun it's it's fun, it's yeah. fun and it's a fun premise and i think that that really boosts it for me because i think it is just like i think this show's at its best when they're like, well, there's no way that that's what it is, but everything says that it is. Oh and God. like, I, that's it, it, it really lends itself to the structure of the show and, 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 and of, of Sean having to disprove things while Gus is just afraid of every single spook him out there. Well, I also um, think JP to that point that it also uh, raises an interesting dichotomy between Sean having to prove that this other supernatural thing doesn't exist while still maintaining the facade of his own supernatural thing being real. Wow. wow i like Look that George. That. yeah so i'm i'm gonna go a little higher than you guys not too much but I, I i think this is a fun one and one that i got excited when i when i saw oh damn it's the mummy episode i'm going seven and a half pineapples wow. I, I think it, it i think it gets into that 
that that it's not the highest tier, but it, it's an upper tier episode for me. Seven and a half solid score. So we we come in pretty much around the same. I'm going to stick at seven. And yeah, this feels right. As always, yeah. I am the fucking spoil sport at the bottom. Yeah, Six George, you really is, hate this show, man. It would be what if you went like three, <laughs> you know, <laughs> We're all around I promise, the same area. I promise I like the show. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you keep us honest. I think I think like I'd be like, no, this one's a nine and the worst episodes are eight point fives. Like, like that's you'd have to I think a- I think you really make us make us really kind of be more uh, uh, circumspect about about where it fits into the kind of bigger canon. But I, for me, Definitely. this is a higher. It's just this one's this one's fun. Sure. Yeah, I even agree. with I all its, it's very fun. Even as I was saying it, I was like, is this too low? But I didn't get to go first. And so uh, I'm stuck with it. And that's yeah. the break. And so you have that's damned this show to cancellation. Yeah, that's right. A- everyone. Sorry, knows psych. You. You're canceled after two seasons. <laughs> everyone knows you love the show and that comes across. You'd have to be like a true psycho to do this show, this podcast and hate psych. Like host this show. Every what if week? that was my secret? <laughs> that's secret. Your I just wonder why we haven't been calling our why have we the fucking show every week? I'm gonna bring why haven't we been calling our down. fans? Why haven't we been calling, been calling our fans psychos? I think that's what they call their fans. They, they call their fans that. Yeah, they have a parent. Oh, that. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. We can call ours. We heard about Pluto's. Um, I thought they were, where can they, where they were George, George, where can they find Wappers. us? That's they, that was what they were at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, they are whappers. That's true. Yes, George, tell them where they can find us. Uh oh boy, where could they find us? They could find us at Heard Pluto Pod on Twitter, Heard About Pluto Pod on Gmail. Send us an email, send us a Twitter, whatever you got. Send us an email, send us a Twitter, let us know what you thought. We're gonna be back for season three next week. Unless you don't send us a Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, or or a Gmail. Send us a Gmail or a Twitter. We did get one from Jeff Bezmos. We did. We got Bezos. He caved. He caved. He caved. Our strike worked. Our strike worked. Our strike worked. The labor, the labor force is strong together. Yeah, he gave in. Victorious, and um, it's back on Prime. Yep, (laughs) we unionized the Amazon workers for the exclusive purpose of getting getting Psych to stay on Amazon Prime. So good work. Good work. Labor. They wanted a bunch of other stuff, but like we, you know, who's got time for any of that? Bathroom breaks or (laughs) psych being accessible. Uh. We got them. We got them more Gatorade bottles for peeing during their during their uh, their shifts. A lot. The big ones. Hey, Jeff. Hey, Jeff Bezos. More like Jeff Bozos. Okay. Wow. Shit. Wow. Now he's going to take psych away. I expect to hear from him again after that. (laughs) I know. I will fight him. I will will fight him. I'm sorry. I will fight Jeff. Jeff Bozos. Come on. Come on the show and I will fight you. You've heard it here. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait until next week to uh, figure out what he says to this. You will see. uh, You'll hear the season three premiere. Maybe JP versus Bezos next week. Who knows? But write in and let us know what you think. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye. Smooches. Smooches.